Hello and welcome to Simply Spanish. Hello, friends, and welcome. I am one of your hosts, Mika. And I'm Emily. And yes, welcome back to another exciting episode of your favorite, all-time favorite <laughs> K-pop podcast, Simply Stanish. You know it. Glad to be back. We got we got a lot to discuss this week. I know. We uh we got some some K drama business to go through. We do. Oh my god, because I finally caught up. Yeah, you finished one and I finished two. Oh, okay. So the one time in my life I finally finished one thing, you still had the one up. No, <laughs> no I'm just saying, like you, you know, I we just we have a lot to talk about, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah and you're yeah, gonna have yeah, to yeah. you're gonna have to like catch me back up to speed on yours because it's been a minute since I've watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you want to talk about yours first? Sure. So <laughs> many, many moons later, I finally finished Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha-Cha. Um, it was incredible. Uh, you had mentioned in a past episode when we were talking about it, how uh, nice it was that all the kind of like side characters really had developed characters and plots. Mm-hmm. And that I think is a really great um, aspect of hometown cha-cha-cha yeah there's definitely still the two leads right and then kind of like a sub lead couple sort of and then but I feel like more so than any k-drama I watched it was really like an ensemble cast yeah for sure because I'll go ahead sorry oh I was just gonna say that the characters got not only like a lot of screen time but there was real depth to their characterization and then also like their backstories and um just like it continued to develop over the course of the show yeah you don't always see so much with non-lead characters mm-hmm. like I feel like with I mean I use this example all the time but with like the startup it was literally just like our main love triangle I mean you got a little bit of like you know like that office romance that was like kind of going on and like other stuff yeah but like the main focus was like the main love trial triangle whereas right. like with hometown and like also like with startups so that kept it kind of like uh, I don't know like it kind of felt slow at times but with like hometown there's really only one plot you're following yeah exactly and then with hometown it's like you have all of these like other plots and you get all these other characters and so it's like too like if you don't even care for one of like the storylines like even if you didn't care for the main character storyline like you could still watch it and like pay attention to like all the other like right storylines that were going along with it because it had like those three mysteries of the town that you were like trying to figure out um obviously you had the main where was Dushik during those five years that he wasn't in Gongjin but then you also had who won the lottery who won the lottery (laughs) and why Hua Jong and Young Guk were 
were uh, why they got divorced. So you had like a lot of things that you were kind of yeah piecing together throughout the whole season. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I loved those two. Um, Hua Zhong, I just love her. <laughs> she's like, she's in every like drama that I've ever watched. That's the one that's <laughs> in Startup, not Startup, uh, Run On and uh, Sweet Home, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she pops up a lot, I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I thought their relationship was really uh, cute. I also really liked the kids in this and I am not mm-hmm. one to like kids. <laughs> like I'm not very endeared to children, but they were very cute. And I really liked the um, the relationship between Ijun and Bora. Yeah, Bora, Bora. I don't know how to Bora. say it. I think they were really cute. Yeah, and I, I also like the like, yeah, even like like the adolescent girl who was like really into that that K-pop group. K-pop, K-pop group. And she was like kind of snarky, but also like sweet. And, mm-hmm. Oh, and then her dad got like the call from yeah. Was it like the, an agent or something? Yeah, like or a TV show or something that one. Yeah, that's through. right. So there's just like a really like lot of different things to yeah. love about the show and to get invested in. Even um Chung Hwa, who uh was not my favorite character, like by a long shot. She's the one that was like telling everybody not to get like expensive dental work done at oh yeah. <laughs> at the clinic, but to go to like some bootleg. <laughs> Uh, her like backstory with her daughter mm-hmm. um, that was like added some depth as well. Yeah. And then, really- oh my God, though, like once you get into like the real meat of like the mystery behind Dusik, it's the worst. It's like, yeah, when you think dude, it man. can't get any sadder, it gets more sad. Yeah. Like his life is so fucking terrible. I was like, because, you know, usually K-dramas, they're they are definitely a, a, an escape from reality. Yeah. Not his story. <laughs> No, like the realest story I've ever seen. No, and it's like, but also like K drama real. It was, yeah, it was just a lot, and I also feel like I understand the like the families that he inadvertently harmed, like being mad or bitter. But I mean, like they really want for his like jugular and like kicked him when he was down. Yeah, like I understand wanting to blame somebody, but it was especially because like so severe. He was basically like a family member in this family yeah you know and he was like and so such... it's like they should know that it wasn't you know like intentional or and he was such a good person yeah. throughout the whole thing he's just like literally the most perfect man <laughs> and uh i just god it was like heart-wrenching gut punch after gut punch yeah um but i do think obviously the main love story was very sweet although they went from like dating to like getting married in five minutes yeah i want to know and i actually even like looked this up if it's common to say i love you very early on in korean dating relationships or if that's just like a k-drama thing i couldn't couldn't really find any definitive answers i just kept reading like they're just very into love and couples and like being cute and wearing matching clothes and like calling each other nicknames and taking lots of pictures and (laughs) doing like sharing food 
<laughs> and like just being like very like they don't do a lot of public displays of affection in terms of like Make kissing or like making out but like the cutesy factor on everything is like turned up a thousand <laughs> mm-hmm. which I mean like that tracks I just I don't know it's interesting yeah well I just sorry one of the ones like <laughs> that I finished um our beloved summer which i'll talk a little bit more about later but because it was like it's like a second chance like enemies to lover type thing and you find out in the end that like one of them hasn't said i love you in like all of the years that they've known each other and all of the years that they were dating so that might have just been like a one-off but also this weird this couple was like weird and not not weird but like not like an ordinary couple so it could have been just them the one-off yeah, I guess I just wonder. I feel like it's fairly common in K dramas for it takes forever for people to get together, but then once they're together, it's it like moves so fast. Immediately in love forever, at least talking about marriage or getting married by the end. And of course, they don't like kiss or make out, and they definitely don't have sex till like the last minute, maybe. And mm-hmm. I think that's like so obviously the opposite of what happens on American television. I feel like everybody bones and then maybe they love each other in like two <laughs> years. Maybe they from speak then. to each other. Yeah. Again. yeah. <laughs> so I'm always I'm just like curious to know how much of that is just how Koreans have chosen to display like or, or like what's acceptable to put on television yeah and or like how they want to portray the dating culture there and how much of it is actually like reflective of what it's actually like to pursue a romantic relationship there mm-hmm. I couldn't find any definitive answers <laughs> but I mean that's a problem because I like there's probably not a lot of like Korean surveys that are like yes I definitely have sex way before I love somebody you know what I mean so yeah it, it happens I've heard like I've seen on TikTok and stuff yeah, because I mean, like they're human Korea's like, all of us have yeah well it's like because Korea is like opening back up like they like lifted like the quarantine and everything yeah and so like on TikTok like people in Korea they're like you guys understand like Korea gets like lit like the club scene is huge yeah, like yeah so I think it's just the way that, the TV, yeah, yeah, they want to show on TV. It's very interesting. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure one <laughs> one uh, geographical location is not more sexually driven than any other, but yeah, it just may not be as open to like the public of yeah, like entertainment media, like TV type yeah. thing. Yeah, so. interesting. Yeah. So what was your favorite like <laughs> subplot in Hometown? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what mine would be either. I really did like the like the married couple that was divorced and then like reconciled. But yeah. I also liked the reveal of who won the lottery. I thought that was oh, really cute. Oh, yeah. Um, and his whole character was like very endearing, right? Because he's not. Yeah really smart or good at anything but he like perseveres and just like really works towards what he wants and he's just like a genuinely kind person yeah he was cute I forgot about him yeah he was, he was really adorable 
Although I, I did, I also like the director. Oh, oh yeah, that was another thing. It's like it was nice to see. Spoiler alert! Like a love triangle, the person that doesn't get picked end up in a relationship. You know? Yeah, and then or the- like the start of a relationship. That was really nice to see because then you don't feel like uh, as bad that they weren't picked. You know? Uh, yeah, and he also kind of realizes like what he was feeling for Hygen was more like a reignition of old feelings. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the person that he ends up with is who he in his day to day life is like, you know, without her, when he thinks that he's losing her, he can't, yeah. he can't eat, he can't sleep, like he's genuinely distressed. Yeah. Whereas like losing out on hygiene is more like losing out on his idea of what something could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, and like the way everybody was connected was really interesting too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I thought, like the, the director's well like developed. friend with Dulcic. Yeah, yeah. So very well crafted television show that only took me four months to watch. Yeah. Well, to be fair, and like I struggled with it too when I watched. Like those first like first five. Were slow. Yeah, they were slow, but then it picks up and it really picks up. And so it's right. Just I so like binged the do. last half of the show. Yeah. So it's like once you get over that little that hump, that beginning, but it's also like. Cause like I suck at that. It's like, I wanted to do better too. Cause it's like, if I start a show like, or a series, I have to see it through to the end, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I need to stop doing that. But then it's like with these K dramas, it's like, see, this is why that I need to stick ends with up paying it. off. Yeah. yeah. Cause then it ends up being so good. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to like be hard hitting right away. Like, yeah, that would be nice. Cause like, 2521 was like that but then it was just watching it in real time was so stressful <laughs> yeah so i watched i've still only watched the first half of the first episode of 2521 and i'm definitely going to keep watching that yeah i've watched the first three episodes of business proposal and i love it mm-hmm. i i'd probably love it the most right off the bat of any k-drama i've watched yeah uh, see i, I, I mean, was I like that with 25 but it like kicks off it's very funny and it has these like because it was a webtoon they have some like comic book elements yeah woven into it and i just i really like all four leads uh the friendship between the two female leads is really cute and adorable and then both the male leads are um, really amusing as well they have like very distinct personalities Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to that and then we've also both been watching our blues yeah I'm, i'm really hoping it picks up i know it's like a little it's no, it's a lot slow. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm very committed to watching all of it because of the gym and OST <laughs> that is coming up. Um, but like you said, a lot of the a lot of the shows have been slow at parts, but then end up really paying off. So yeah. maybe that'll be. Did we mention the name of the drama, Our Blues? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, well, I, I said it. Okay. I couldn't. I don't know if I spaced out at that particular moment <laughs> or what. Have you watched episode three? Or Not on? yet. Yeah, Not I haven't yet. either. I want to catch up on it before I start because I'll probably start business proposal next. Yeah. So I want to catch up on our blues before I start that. Right. But but um yeah, the I the, the dramas I finished were 2521 and then our beloved summer. 2521, it's my baby. I love it. I did I don't want to say I didn't like how it ended. I, I it just it did not end the way I expected. And um, I will say they kind of left it 
open where it's like if they wanted to do a season two they probably could but they probably won't and but what I really like too about and it's what we talked about with hometown is that it's an ensemble type of like show so you mm-hmm. have like the main group of five people and like you get you really get to see like each individual story of theirs and then they're all connected and all that so it's not just you know the main like two characters um that you really get to see a lot of like yeah they make up a majority of the show but really like it wouldn't be as good as it was if it wasn't for like all of the other stories in the ensemble uh, yeah I really liked that show it and like with business proposal with you I I loved it right off the bat um I don't really remember what exactly happened in the first half of the episode one and if it like picks up at the end of episode one <laughs> <laughs> like if it's like you need a have you started the journal part yet like where they go back to the 90s yeah yeah okay, yeah okay yeah so um just at the part where she like gets into that big like brawl and she's like fencing with the umbrella oh she's trying to get like transferred, transferred yeah, expelled. yeah school, yeah 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 I, yeah okay so she hasn't has she gone to has the umbrella thing happened yet yeah okay yeah or she gives the the girl the umbrella from up yeah. above you rim you rim the umbrella her her idol her fence or fencing idol um i have never been so invested in something sports related as i was with this show like during like the actual fencing parts i'm like it's like nail biting it's like oh my god like what's gonna happen it was actually like very entertaining to watch because usually like with sports stuff i don't like watching it but if it's like if i'm actually there at something besides football i i can't stand football i'm sorry but like if I'm at an actual like sporting event, you know, it's a lot better, you know, because then you actually get to like, feel the energy of the crowd and all that. But with and so like I don't really care to watch it from like home, you know. Yeah. Um, but with this, it was just like I actually felt like a sports fan, you know, like it was like I was at the edge of my seat, like, oh my God, how's this gonna end? I mean, you kind of know how it's gonna end, but it's like, I don't know, I was really invested in the sports element of it as well. Um yeah i don't want to say too much about 2521 since you are watching it i know i'm so behind i know but it's really good stick with it i think you'll really like it although i don't know i really like it so maybe you won't um And then Our Beloved Summer, kind of, I've been watching it since the day it came out back in, like, I don't know, December, I guess, I think is when it came out. And, like, the first few episodes were slow, and like, Our Beloved, I've, I think I've mentioned it before, it's like a second chance romance, like, enemies to lovers type thing, like, they had started the way they met was through like a high school documentary where it was the like the highest in the class and the lowest in the class like they had to like I don't know I don't want to say like communicate but it was like about them and like their interactions and stuff and um and so after the documentary of like the high school one they started dating and they dated for a while through like college and then they broke up um and then like a few years later like the documentary it goes viral and so they're like oh okay well the the company of like the documentary is like let's let's see what they're up to you know and of course it's like they hate each other kind of thing um and so they kind of get to like rekindle and like but it's 
and it was it's kind of annoying in the beginning because it's like you guys are just being so annoying and like so (laughs) stubborn it's like it's so obvious that you guys still care for each other and you still like each other but they're both so stubborn and but it's like once you get like past that and once they actually start to like realize and like this is not a spoiler it's a k-drama like of course this is gonna happen yeah it really picks up and so like i binged it and honestly like and i i mentioned this in like our discord like the k-drama section when i was watching it the cutest like the possibly like the cutest ending i have ever seen and also like the confession of love like it was amazing i had to go back and rewatch it like a second time it was so adorable i've never seen anything so cute and like today because i finished it not yesterday like two days ago and i was telling my mom about it about the ending she's like oh yeah and i'm like you just had to be there but it was so cute oh i want to talk about it and then of course there's like the twists and stuff and i i will say i was a little not disappointed but i was expecting a little bit more of and you'll kind of see it if you start it like a connection between the two like two characters um I really thought they're going to dive more into that like I thought it was going to be more than just like a coincidence type of thing I was like there has to be a reason why this is the way it is but and they didn't really go in there was a few things they didn't really go into that they kind of like would ask a question and then it would like change scenes and then like sometimes that question would be answered in like the post-credit scene like the epilogue and then like one of the things that I really wanted to know was not like a post-credit scene like it was never answered unless I completely missed it which is it's possible but it's like and then there was like this other thing I had to like go back and actually like read like a recap because I was like am I just not getting this like just this one thing I was like this has to be this and then it wasn't I don't know I'm probably making zero sense but I just don't want to spoil it in case you do want to watch it and so it sounds cute it was good it was good it was cute um episodes are like normal like episode not like hour and a half lengths but like normal like one hour length episodes Um, yeah I really enjoyed it like I said, the cutest love story I've seen in a K-drama so far. Wow. Right? And that is saying yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, it's always like, well, it's better than startups. <laughs> <laughs> That's not hard. That's not hard. I will never be ever. Why do you like me? Do I need a reason? Yes. Tell me. <laughs> Tell your viewers. Like you may not ever over it. a K-drama. Okay. I need you to tell these feelings. But yeah, it was so cute. Uh, I kind of just like want to I'm sure the clip is on YouTube I just want to go back and watch that confession of love because oh god now I gotta watch it because you know I'm yeah I'm big on swooning it is so cute like honestly if you need a reason to watch that show it's it's just for that um but I mean the show itself is really good but that is it is absolutely adorable I was I mean I was a little intoxicated and so I did have to go back and rewatch it but because I was like wait hold up and then I and then I but I mean it was still cute but yeah um <laughs> really good show 2521 is really good um yeah like I said I want to catch up on our blues and then I will probably start on business proposal I also want to watch Hotel Delana Del Luna because the MC from Girls Planet 999 is in it and he's pretty cute. Um, 
Oh, and there was another one. Because like when you finish a show, you know, it shows you like a trailer of another one. There was this one about the afterlife. I think it was called Tomorrow. And that looks really good. Too, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like that the Grim Reaper and stuff. Me. That keeps yeah. popping up for me. So and then I thought that looked good. Yeah, that looks really good. So and I think that's like an ongoing one. So if I right i don't know just watch k dramas for the rest of my life and catch up on all these other ones <laughs> you know maybe i'll <laughs> i'll start it but yeah so those are my plans i also want to watch forecasting love and weather because yeah, i thought that looked good too yeah that has my guy from nevertheless in it that i really like uh song king so i do want to watch that because that looks good all right i have no idea what your song really is i have no idea what yours is either it's like the only new song that i've listened to this entire month i've been really like exclusively listening to songs i already know this month yeah i it was a toss-up between two songs for me um do you want me to go first i'll go first this time yeah, go first. i don't i don't know who went first last time but i'll go first this time so it was a toss-up between two songs do you have any guesses? Literally, I feel like I have no idea what you've been listening to this month. <laughs> I feel like once I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay. So the Ooh, one is it Zoom? So that was one <laughs> of the options. Zoom by Jesse. I absolutely love that song. So good. When did that come out? Like that just came out like a few days ago, right? The 13th. Yeah, it's so good. I jam to it. It's probably going to be on my end of the year, like top songs of the year. Um, I absolutely love it. It's such a good song, but that is not my song of the week. Of course not. <laughs> my song of the week is going to be Love Dive by Ive. Okay. That was another uh, one I thought it might be. Yeah. I, I really like that song. Have you listened to it? Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. Um, do I dare say I liked it more than 11? I don't know. Because they were they were different. Like they were pretty different songs. I don't know. I don't know which one I like more, but I did really like it and I really like the choreo for it, especially like the like the chorus part that they do like the TikTok challenges and stuff with. Mhm. Mm that like I was in the shower. Also, all of my reels on Instagram are just of like the chorus part of that because every time I see <laughs> one, I have to click on it because I have to watch it. I have to watch uh, Wan Yang do her little like narcissistic move because she does it so perfectly. It's so nice and clean. And so my reels are basically, they're not BTS anymore. It is literally just of that chorus section <laughs> and like all the different members and all their different performances. Um, I don't know where I was at before that. Um, yeah, so this song came out earlier this month. It came out on April 5th with their second single album. I don't know why we aren't getting anything longer than single albums. Um, but it's like who they're hmm? I said, who can say? Yeah, but at least they're quality like songs, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it came out on April 5th. Uh, it's called Love Dive. The single album is called Love Dive. So their title track is Love Dive, and then the second song is Royal. Royal is really good too, but I definitely prefer Love Dive. Um, and Love Dive, it's it's pretty, it's a pretty simple song. It's about like a new love, like wanting to like get to know them, like the, the like done with the chasing game like 
this curiosity and this attraction it's like getting too much it's bad but it's good like I need to like know your heart mm. um, like you know we're into each other like let's get I'm the ready- show on the road yeah like I'm ready to take this love dive you know um so yeah and of course my my favorite line is the narcissistic my god I love it because it's just the move that they do oh yeah what I was gonna say was when I'm like in the shower because I am like washing my hair and like because that's a process because I have curly hair um <laughs> those that know no <laughs> but um and so when this song comes on I always do like that part and like I'm just dancing to it in the shower um so yeah I, I pretty much know that TikTok challenge part by heart so um, when are you dropping the TikTok on the Simply uh, Stannis channel oh no oh uh, yeah we'll see about that <laughs> <laughs> oh and here they are or not here they are I was, I was on the lyrics page and it says the song is about two people that think they are great and do things that are great and think that think what think that they are perfect for each other huh I don't know that's what genius said the song is about it's about two people that think they are great I guess that each other are great and do things that are great and think that they are perfect for each other I don't know I liked my interpretation better yeah um <laughs> And it was actually written by people that don't normally write like K-pop music. So it was written by L. Campbell, Nick Han, Sophia Brennan, and let me see if I can pronounce this Hangul correctly, So Chiyum. And then it was produced by Nick Han. Um, and yeah, I they've won, they've had four music show wins so far. They won their fourth one yesterday on the show. And I really like these the outfits for this one like for um for like this one because it reminds me of like girl scout outfits yeah it has like all the badges that i just i thought it was really cute it kind of like it was like kind of nostalgic in a way um but they were up against so yes their fourth win on the april 19th show because it is um the 20th today at the time of recording so yeah they won their fourth win on april 19th um and they were up against dkz dreamcatcher yeah those were the candidates for first place um so yeah anything else about the song i just really like it the music video is good i just really love the choreo for it and like especially like the floor part like the i guess it's like the bridge part maybe um where they're like on the floor and especially like in the music video part they have like body chains on and stuff and it's really nice it's very visually appealing and like they slayed it i feel like um but yeah that's my song of the week nice um (laughs) my song of the week is darling by 17 see when you said that there was only one song you've been listening to (laughs) that immediately popped into my head because that was the only song you posted i posted yeah so (laughs) (laughs) i don't leave a lot to the imagination uh have you heard it no i haven't damn i mean you'll probably hate it because i love it so Uh, this is our first English language song. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole thing okay. is in English. Joshua said it's like a gift to carrots because all our international fans, even though they may not understand Korean, love us for who we are and love our music so much. So we just wanted to make a song they can easily listen to and understand. Aww. And then S. Coop said... In every language we sing in, we try to show 17 as we are. And I know that people whose native language is not Korean have to work hard to understand our message. So when we record, we want to try as hard as they do when they listen to our music so we can share that together. This is kind of like, I guess, a gift to International Carrots um, and Woozy. 
did uh, co-write it and he composed it and arranged it, I believe. Nice. Yeah. So he is, yeah, it says self-produced by Woozy, co-wrote the lyrics and composed and arranged it alongside frequent collaborator Bumzu and Huang Hyun. Um, and the other thing that I saw, because I was wondering about this as well, it's, I'm guessing the song is pronounced Darling, mm-hmm. because that's what they sing in the song, but um, it's stylized as like Dar, plus or D-A-R-L, plus sign, I-N-G, yeah. um, and it says the plus sign has multiple meanings, togetherness when it comes to a love interest, a link between the band and their car- fandom, and the link between people when they face difficulties in a relationship. So the song itself is really just like a cute little love bop. Um, it's like really lighthearted and um, kind of like has a cutesy vibe. It's like a love song to carrots. Mm-hmm. But then it's like also definitely about like a relationship. Um, it talks about, you know, without you, I'm so lonely. You're not here. 911 calling into your heat again. I'm diving. Darling you, darling you, baby. And in the video, it kind of everything starts out really light and then it kind of like shows some of like the darker things that you go through trying to make a relationship work. I thought the video was like very visually striking. It's just really pretty. They're dressed in like very soft colors. The whole thing is just like very, very soft. I love boys in soft colors. I'm just like a sucker for it. Yeah. Um. They just look very, like, radiant. There's a lot of, like, I'm not a cinematographer, so I don't know how to explain it. It, like, there's a lot of, I feel like a lot of visual storytelling through the lighting, if that makes any sense. Like, that's definitely kind of, like, a motif that they're going for. It helps set the mood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's kind of, like, showing, like, the lightness and darkness of relationships, but still, like, pushing through and and being connected even when things are not bright and sunny or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah it's a cute little song on english um they have a album coming out in may so they kind of released that ahead of ahead of their their new album that will be dropping soon so this that new album is that for like the project stuff that they've been doing like all of the mm, solo stuff no, or? Th- oh yeah they've had uh three solo songs <laughs> yeah okay the most recent one by the eight is very beautiful and he does ballet on the beach Ooh, ballet on the beach that was our song of the week yes And what are we going to talk about next? If you guys have been here since the very beginning of the podcast, hello. Thank you so much for sticking with us for this long. If if you're just joining us in like previous episodes, you may not know this, although we have mentioned it a few times, but both... Emily and mine's ultimate group is BTS. We talked a lot about BTS in the beginning of the podcast and then it kind of like dwindled down as they're they like went on not like a break I guess I don't know you know they took their vacations and so if you are also ARMY you know that the permission to dance era is coming to an end and we're about to be into a new era as they are going to be releasing a new album in June, June 10th. So we thought it would be kind of cool and neat and just to be nice to like reminisce a little bit and look back on the Permission to Dance era and talk about um, some of our favorite things from the era. And I think we're going to include Butter in it as well, right? Yes. Yeah, because 
it's it was kind of weird it's like is butter included because permission to dance is on the butter single album but the tour was called permission to dance so we're just going to include it um and then yeah that's what we're going to talk about for the remaining of the show so if you don't care about bts you can just like stop the episode here because that's that's all we're going to be talking about for the rest of the time thank you we appreciate (laughs) you uh if if you are going to stop listening um at this point thank you so much for listening um, follow us on all of our socials at Simply Stanish, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can email us at simplystanish at gmail.com, you know, all that good stuff. All right, bye. So, <laughs> so now let's talk about our boys. Yes. Our eras. This was our first. We are, we this are, is our first complete yeah. like era as army. Yeah. I still consider myself baby army. I feel like our, do we get to be toddler army now? <laughs> I think so. Especially because we're about to go into a new era. Yeah. And not only that, but we became army uh, like uh, you even before me, but like at least a solid six months before the butter era even started. Yeah. So yeah, we were I, like on the tail end of like dynamite and and b yeah because yeah, i was like i started listening <laughs> and yeah i started listening during the dynamite era right um, but i i consider myself actually becoming army on the day b dropped um that is when i officially because that's when i mean that was my i don't want to say it was like my first comeback because that but that was just like my first experience of mm-hmm. you know but so yeah, I consider Butter and Permission to Dance to be our first like actual comeback. But then it's like when the new album comes out, that's actually going to be our first like full comeback. I mean, depending. I mean, well, yeah, because even if it, if even if they just drop a mini, I feel like it would still be yeah like a full comeback. Whereas yeah. like with Butter and PTD, they were singles that were right. released like separately. Um, so where do we want to start? I mean, really, where it all began was the fateful YouTube video uh, where the world collectively watched an animated pat of buttermilk for an hour. I slept through it, so I didn't experience it at all. I was experiencing that in real time. I was at work and I just like had it up in the background. Yeah. Like what is happening? (laughs) I I didn't experience it at all. I woke up to it. So it's like, it's kind of nice because I didn't have to deal with the stress of that. Um, but again, that's like also like the nice thing about being army is that experience of that stress. That stress is really, it's majority of the job being an army. Right. Honestly. Yeah. Um, um, and then really, oh, we, we let's talk for a minute about probably the biggest unanswered question of the butter slash dynamite era. Dynamite? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? The butter butter slash PTD era <laughs> is what I meant. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was up with the teasers for the butter oh music video? Yes. I like I'm still never over it. Hurt, confused, disgruntled. <laughs> like, dang. And now I want to go back and watch those teasers I because know. they were so good. The beat in the background slapped. We had like bisexual lighting. Um, there was candy <laughs> everywhere. It was like a clubbing, like rave, like I know. I thought we were getting it. a hoe anthem. Which, yeah, like no, butter is not a hoe anthem. No, it's not. <laughs> I was like maybe I could get it there. It's not. <laughs> I mean, once Megan came on the scene, maybe a little bit, but no, <laughs> no, even it's still like, not. It was, yeah, still not. Um, so I just wonder if we're ever no coming back to that. No. Although I, 
saw a bunch of people saying that the new comeback is going to tie back into the HYYH storyline. And I didn't get a chance to watch them because, you know, they're very in depth. Mm -hmm. They were, I guess there's a lot of clues, you know, quote unquote clues in all of the the video. Like the montage thing that it did? No, not just no, not just that. The um, like all the videos that were made in conjunction with Butter and Permission to Dance. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I'll have to watch it and report back. I ran out of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the teaser videos mean something, or maybe I'm just no. Just you're you're clowning. Yeah. Just let go of that hope, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should. Yeah, those were, that was a wonderful time. And then I remember us, because like we both took off work oh, for yeah, the release sure of did. Butter. Yes. We stayed up, of course, and streamed it like crazy. Yeah, I don't think I went to bed till like 4 a.m. It came yeah. out at midnight. Yeah, so that's why it's like when the new album was re- announced, I was like, well, let me go ahead and request off of work. <laughs> right, exactly. So. Um, so we got the butter music video, which was excellent. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and then the remixes. Lots- oh my god! And I was, I, yeah, I was reading on Twitter today because I was like looking at people kind of reflecting about <laughs> this era coming to an end. And it's like we were all really convinced that the hotter remix music video was going to be like super sensual and hot. And then it was goofy and like weird. And then I know you'll remember it well, because I think, yeah, Taysta had the poodle hair in the dance practice video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like... Like that was the actual hotter remix. Yeah. Like there were some like crotch grabs and yeah, fuck, fuck. yeah. just that hair in general. That I is him acting up. That is my highlight of the era is Poodle right. Tay. That yeah. and eyebrow. Remember when the freaking eye the eyebrow piercing. The eyebrow was fake at first. Yes, it was. At Suwuzu, then- correct? Was where we saw the fake one? Yeah, I think it was still fake at Suwuzu. I think so too. Speaking of Suwuzu, I got to participate in Suwuzu. <laughs> oh my God, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I, I got to be on one of the screens in the crowd and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, the connection was absolutely crappy because <laughs> I'm not in Korea. And so like my camera kept disconnecting, but but I you saw know, you on the screen too. I know. I can't wait for like the DVD, you know, to come out so that I can see myself <laughs> just to be like, see, they know I exist. Even though I'm all the way on the back row. Yeah. They yeah. know I exist because they're really like I don't know, probably like 200 of them there. So it's like, yeah. they saw me. I know it. Um, yeah, Suwuzu. And then we got like, for Suwuzu, we got the like the chicken noodle soup and the da da da. Yes. I, I don't know. They were so good. I really loved I want them to do it again, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. To just where they like turn a solo song into OT7. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't even just have to be like those two songs, like any of them. That would be, I would love to see that. Um, so we do in general was really great because we got crop top Jungkook. The, f- oh, the first, yeah. the this first was... crop top of the era. Yeah. I was about to say this was the beginning of their thoughtery. Yeah. And we got bowl <laughs> cut Jimin. <laughs> Do you know holds a dear place to my heart? Yes. Because my man's just wants to make both that to happen. <laughs> and you know, like if I can do anything to help that happen for him, like I will do it. 
Yes, you are the Jim and bowl cut enthusiast. Oh, wait, <laughs> by the way, I got distracted by the bowl cut, but he also had that fake lip ring in. It's oh, so yeah, he did. Ugh, I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and we got the first actual performance of film out. Oh, yeah. And like, I remember like when they were doing it, I was like, oh, my God, this is actually the first time like this song's been out for a, like a little bit, not a little bit, but, you know, and this is our first actual performance. And it is beautiful. Right. Hearing that live. I mean, not live, live, but, you know. Yeah. So we also got that incredible video montage of them like roving on Mars or whatever they were oh yeah yeah whatever that was their little vcr stuff (laughs) yeah so uzi was great that was our first that was our first concert experience yeah yeah. um we had we had uh we'd watched some concerts before that oh yeah from from Bang Bang, Bang Con. Con. But Suiza was like the first time we were watching a live yeah. concert. Yeah. And like waking up at the crack of dawn to do so. That was so much fun though. Yeah, it really was fun. I know it's and not the fun that we had, era, like, but it was we got, so fun. <laughs> yeah, both days. And like you and I both say this every single time. Every time we wake up at like five o'clock in the morning to watch these concerts or live events, we like hate our lives. Mm-hmm. And then like within 10 minutes are like the happiest we ever yes, been it's true god there's just something about them you know i know they they are very good at their their jobs yes so yes very good um then do we want to like talk about it transitioning into permission to dance oh yeah oh yeah because we got the teaser for permission to dance at the end of day two we did yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, because I remember because you had to go to work, so you missed the end of it. Oh yeah. So that I was like, me. like live, not like live tweeting it, but like <laughs> writing it in the yeah. the channels on our Discord. Like, oh my god, we're getting a new song or something. I don't know if it was an like an actual song announcement or if it was just like a hey, something's coming. I don't. I can't remember it. obviously because I didn't even like see it originally. <laughs> And then how long? It wasn't very long. No, no, they they wasted no time with it. Um, And that was so I actually didn't even have to stay up that late to see the Permission to Dance music video when it dropped because I happened to be on the West Coast. So like, I was oh. on va- I was on vacation in, in Portland and like, of course, had to stop everything and watch it on my oh, phone yeah, in the definitely. middle of the street in Portland. Um, yeah, because then it was only like nine or something for you, right? Right. Something like it, that. Nine it was like, yeah, something like that. Uh, and it was great. And we got we got our cowboys. Yes. Our cowboy BTS. that song like there was so much I don't want to say like there wasn't controversy but it was like a lot of mixed feelings not like it at all and they just they weren't which I can understand and it's like people that aren't into BTS it's gonna be like oh you're you're just the delusion you're an army so of course you're gonna like it but it's like people weren't taking it as it was exactly it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be like the hottest thing I mean you know it was I don't know. Yeah. A, it wasn't even the title track of the of the two song album. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, like it was meant to be simplistic and just lighthearted mm-hmm. and fun. And the choreography was meant to be simple, which I mean, like you and I experienced firsthand at the concert, how that really did actually work to make it feel like 
you're participating. Yeah, like you're participating, you're included, it's fun. Yeah. Um, and it was it was signaling, <laughs> you know, the end of COVID. We I mean, you know, yeah. but so it was like that too. Like it, it was like a hopeful like song because you know, people were like taking off masks in like the music video and stuff. Yeah. So it, yeah, like you said, it was like simple and it was just supposed to like make you happy and and that's what it does i don't understand yeah. like that is enough that's enough for me man <laughs> yeah and to be completely honest like we had dynamite which was like their first gift to army to kind of cheer people up at the beginning of the pandemic i can't fucking believe the pandemic has been going on for that long I know. um but then like things were kind of like more like somber and reflective on the b album right like there's some more really yeah. delving into the feelings that they were feeling yeah and the sadness and the despair and like feeling lost and feeling lonely like you know everybody was and then kind of like following a narrative arc we go back up to like trying to be more hopeful and have fun mm-hmm. and get excited again and like start trying I mean I know we can't get back to normal really but at least like trying to find joy in life again mm-hmm. with the butter and the PTD songs and I I think sometimes simple and fun and joyful like those are just as valid emotions as like sadness and despair <laughs> like songs with like really deep meanings yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, it was still nice. a genuine expression of emotion yeah and I know like I've seen people posting about this as well like you can tell they're having fun when they perform those songs mm-hmm. like they're in a good mood like even Jimin has said like he really likes performing permission to dance because he it like the choreography is so simple he doesn't have to think about it he's just yeah. like experiencing it and having a good time mm-hmm. so yeah I <laughs> you and I have from minute one been defensive of permission to dance I know because we had friends coming for us they're like um, it's just not a bts song and it's like okay like yes a lot of their songs have very deep meanings and are very yeah. like impactful meaningful but this was impactful in a different way yeah you know like it, it was something like different i don't know but yeah we were yeah we've been defending it since day one yeah and i saw like- this i saw this tweet on twitter today that i thought like resonated it says i'm not going to entertain the comments that say they hope the new title track is deeper than the three previous english songs released those songs did have meaning they wanted to uplift us i will never reduce their work to nothing mm-hmm. won't be me honestly yeah they're comforting they like are hopeful permission to dance still wakes me up every morning and it's the <laughs> only good part about my morning one of my alarms because like what i have my alarm i don't hit snooze i just have like 10 alarms i go off one yes. of them is butter <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know which one it is but one of them is like anytime I add a new alarm it's it's just butter now but it's like so I'll get these you know the plain like the generic alarm sound yes and then a random one will be like dooch, dooch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll be oh, back to yeah. that the regular love but. that for you <laughs> um i also want to say yes the i mean i know i briefly touched on on cowboy bantan mm-hmm. but i want to give a special shout out to tay's red outfit oh red is his color it, it looks so good in that outfit and i i have to give a shout out to emu emu <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Emo, Someone emo cowboy, <laughs> a junk hook on an emu. 
with the Somebody emo haircut. The PTD haircut. <laughs> we need it. We need it to happen. The 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 bangs alone. <laughs> they really. That was a cultural reset. It was. <laughs> and then we get the actual eyebrow piercing, right? When was that debuted? The eyebrow piercing. See, that's why it's like was I think. I think it was Sawuzu. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. The fake was in the video. Yeah. And then the real was a Sawuzu. You're right. Yeah, because it was it's already gone now. The, <laughs> because it was during the um their V Live after the release of Butter, because he had the fake ones on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yeah, they're fake. But then I remember it so with Sawuzu. It's like army were like analyzing. It's like yeah. you can see it yeah, go under right, the stand. Right. And now it's gone. Well, I kind of literally everyone I know that has had an eyebrow. I can't fucking say E words. <laughs> um, everyone I know that's had an eyebrow piercing has had to take it out. Yeah. They um they migrate really easily. Like mm. your body really rejects it being oh, wow. in your face. Okay. And they if you don't take them out in time, then they will like literally rip through the front of your face. Ooh. <laughs> so that's what he was really trying to avoid. Yeah. Um, so do we think he'll put it back in? I he would have to get it done on the other eyebrow or a different oh, really? piece of the eyebrow because mm. you know you'd have to go through the scar tissue. So it's um, like a one and done. Yeah, and it's also like you have to. It's the true. End I don't know why era. I'm giving so much like background piercing information. No one cares about you. Oh, like like you know how if you pinch your eyebrow, there's like that. I don't know if it's like a tendon or what. You have to really be careful to go behind that. It's like a, it's, it, there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. Yeah. And then even if you do it perfectly right, it almost like, it's very common for it to move anyway. This has been piercing hour with Emily. <laughs> it's okay. Cause now we got the lip ring. Yeah. Yeah. We got the lip ring and for I a brief moment in time. We had both at the same time. I know that was nice. The true end of an era taking that out. Right. I also want to say this was the era of mesh shirts. Oh, yeah. Because we got Hobie in a mesh shirt for one of the butter performances. I think they've all been in a mesh shirt at some point. During yeah. This era. JK and Jimin have been in mesh shirts constantly. Mm-hmm. Nam June has been in quite a few mesh shirts at it this was, point. It was the era of exposed skin. Yeah. <laughs> exposed skin. It was, it was a nipple era. <laughs> <laughs> oh yep um at one point tay i can't remember what it was for but he wore the mesh shirt from hometown ta cha cha you remember that he had something underneath of it unfortunately but he was wearing it when was this no we talked about it I, i'm i'm positive we talked about it on another episode it was one of the i remember Korean... we talked about them wearing the same shirt was it that yeah. one mm-hmm. yes oh, yes okay. i don't remember what the actual shirt looks like though but i remember there were like pictures of yeah them too and i'm like oh yeah. my god our boys that's crossover yeah or kim sonho kim sonho thanks so then you know i will i will i just have to say it and i know i'm bringing down the mood a little <sighs> Are you going to talk about Run BTS? Yes. Okay. <laughs> where is it? I know. You know what? I think I jinxed it. I think I was the one that brought the end to Run BTS. Okay. And here's my theory. <laughs> what did you do? You know, the you can buy the subscription to the behind. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> bought a one month. As right after I bought the one month is when the butter era happened. So they took a break. So I was like, why am I paying for this? I'm not getting anything. So I stopped. 
And then Ron BTS came back. And then I was like, let me buy the three month. And then they were like, bye. <laughs> and it hasn't been back since. So I think it's on me. Yeah, I think so- it is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes back, I I guess I'm gonna have to get the behind pictures another way. You know, this, you know what? Where you're gonna I'm, decide like I was trying to your commitment or something. I was trying to give you my money and obtain these pictures legally, but obviously the boys don't want that. Yeah. So <laughs> This is Yuki's way of, of telling like you to fuck capitalism. Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna have to like get them off of Pinterest like everyone else does. <laughs> like the normies. Yeah, I was trying to get them legally. <laughs> this is what happens. The boys are like, nah, we out. At one point I paid for it and I was getting them legally, but then you were posting them anyway. So I was like, I'll stop paying for this. <laughs> I was not distributing them. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, that didn't happen. No. Well, I mean, we both had them. We we were yeah. both paying for it, so we yeah. were just being like, "Oh my yeah. god," you know. But yeah. So I I think it's my fault. Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, I hope it comes back. I do want to watch because they have that game <laughs> that they like collabed with that like battle oh. royale game or something. The Firebird. I don't know. With yeah, with the Silas chaps. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, I kind of want to watch that because like some of the clips I've seen have been funny and it kind of gives off a little bit of run like energy. I just want to know if it's coming back at all ever. I know. I know. All right. Well, we're like something like another type of like another variety type show. Walk BTS really. Yeah. Like give us a cooking show. I know the I know two of the boys would absolutely hate that, but you know, <laughs> or really, I mean, like they could pursue their talent, their ASMR talents. It's <laughs> true. Just give them a YouTube channel. I just hate ASMR so much. Yeah, just give them a YouTube channel, and they can post their vlogs and stuff. And I mean, we got Instagram now, so I know I don't, I I don't know how say, we would speaking handle... of social media, we got the Insta. Oh, yeah. You've no. been spoiled. I've been starved. <laughs> Especially because concert era is over now. Yeah, so Jim and I'll lose his Instagram <laughs> password. Yeah, he's like, oh, I made my... He didn't even post the, like, the Vogue and GQ pics that everyone else did. I know! Which is probably, like, an obligation. He was like, nah. <laughs> well, you know, at least Hobie is, like, literally a professional Instagram oh, yeah. curator. So that'll, that gets me through the dryer. It is, it is absolutely crazy how fast he, like, comments on the other members post the interaction that each of them has with instagram like i could write an anthropological essay about please it. do <laughs> love it please do and read it on the podcast uh, be careful what you wish for oh i want it <laughs> um but yeah instagram was like a nice little treat because all right, well, we got to go back before that because before that was like the highlight of PTD era. Yeah. We saw them yeah, live if, in Los Angeles. If you want to hear an in-depth yeah. thing, we do have an episode dedicated just to that. It's literally like called the Permission to Dance episode or something like that. Yeah, I think it's December. like BTS PTD LA episode. Yeah, you can uh, hear a very in-depth. Which was incredible, amazing. Also, our first time meeting in person. Yes. Which was incredible and amazing. Yes. Um, so that was very lovely. And then after that came the announcement that they were taking a break, like a break mm-hmm. break, which, you know, I was like, 
really happy for them. It didn't feel like a break for us because of the Instagrams coming out. Yeah, they're like, okay, we're going on break. And then they're like, oh, here's our Instagram account. Yeah. And yeah. they were all like, not all of them, but it was fairly active in the beginning. And uh, six like, out of seven of them. Yeah, that's why I was like, not all of them, but well, because I don't think, oops, I'm throwing pens. I don't think Yoongi was very active on it either because he posted like the red square yeah. and he deleted it. <laughs> And then I've learned something new about Tay with his posting and deleting. Like, he's the king of it. He really is. And I am so grateful for people that capture those moments before he deletes it because it's usually like when I'm sleeping. So, but. And then, oh, well, thankfully they all recovered well from like that sweep of all of them getting COVID. Yeah. Like, none of them got it until like this last wave. And then they all got mm-hmm. it. And poor Jiminy got his appendix out. Yeah, and Jin hurt his hand. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I was obviously real cutting it real close with Jungkook and yeah. Hobie also, getting COVID right before. Yeah. I just want to ju- take Boston a little jump Kiss. back and um Sorry. and claim twinsies with Jin because I'm pretty sure I had the same hand surgery when I was a kid. Oh my god. Um, so twinsies. And because it's his left hand, right? I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's yes. his left hand. I also did my left hand. Mine was my middle finger that I had to get surgery on. His was his index finger, I think. But um, yeah, I just want to be like, oh, twinsies. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think we had the same surgery. I don't know. I was like seven at the time, so I'm not entirely sure. But I had a hand surgery and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, you guys are twins. That's enough. That's, that was all I had to say about that. Because when I saw that, of course, I was like, oh, my God. But then there was a part of me that was like, twinsies. <laughs> Damn it, now I have to get my appendix out. Yes. <laughs> and it just uh, brought me closer. Yeah, honestly. Jen. Oh. That's a dream. It's so then obviously lot. after we saw them, they had their break, they recovered from COVID. Then we had our last leg of the PTD era in Las Vegas. Yeah, those oh my just God, totally... we didn't even talk about the soul concert. We didn't even that talk about the, the freaking scammies. Well, yeah, that's what it, that's encompassed in Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. We also forgot. We forgot about the PTD soul. Mm-hmm. And and the only reason I need to mention it. Wait. Now I'm confused. No, it was. Yeah. Know. Yeah. No. Okay. So PTD soul was after the break. Yes. After the break, right? Yeah, because it was literally like two weeks ago, like three weeks ago. Okay, why does that feel <laughs> so long ago? It was so literally just a month ago. <laughs> was like, yeah, a month ago. And I, like <laughs> my highlight of the entire era happened there. Can you guess what it is? Oh, is it the 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 slapping? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, it Please is explained for those that don't know okay. what we're talking so, about. <laughs> you need to find but don't, it. Don't, but don't thirst too much. <laughs> At this point, I can't even remember what song it was. Uh, airplane. airplane? No, no, it was that say. Oh, okay, that was makes it? sense. No, 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 it was airplane. It was it airplane. Was it was airplane. <sighs> there was this moment in airplane, and like you can tell, this was this was not even really like meant to be caught on camera. I don't think because it was it, on one of the multi cams though, but. <sighs> But it, it, like he looked like he wasn't like. See, the thing is, 
I don't if know. If you're on stage, it's going to be caught. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but it really felt authentic. Yeah, <laughs> what else to say? It about really it? felt intimate and like it felt intimate because like he did this ass slapping motion in the air from the side and then from the back, and he's laughing, and it's like it's not like a stage laugh. This is like a laugh of somebody who's like I like knows they're doing something kind of cheeky, you know, at cheeky. (laughs) Um, Sorry. (laughs) And he like, and, and, and J-Hope is watching him and they're both laughing. And it's like, it it feels like it's a reference to something. (laughs) Yeah. It's well, cause like some people were saying that it was like a trend on TikTok of like a certain dance move, but it's like, I didn't, I haven't seen, I'm all, I'm on TikTok. You are on TikTok. And I never saw that until after right that happened anyway so my soul has not returned to my body yet no, <laughs> no that it's it's up there with like the vaping video oh, <laughs> you know the v vaping video so yeah that was that was a good highlight uh, and then like getting to see it in theaters like we both brought oh, yeah that army yes i went with my coworker and she and had I went a blast yeah. Um, that was really fun. That was great. Yeah. It was just nice being out with like other army. Yeah. That was really cool. Yes. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then, and then, and then Las Vegas time. Las Vegas. We had the scammies. Yeah. And we had which were the, disappointing as usual, but the yeah, performance. We yeah, we won't harp too much on the scammies. The performance was incredible. Like, really. Besides, besides the first, fucking like, I don't know. Awesome. 15 seconds, you know. Was really great. Loved it. Yeah, except for Perfect. the Oh, the, the first 15 seconds. Sorry, it took me a minute. Yeah. No, I, oh, I like when I like, and I'm sure like a lot of people, I mean, there's going to be some armies that are upset about the Olivia and Tay interaction. And like jokingly, I was like, oh my God, you know, it's like the cutting yeah. up the photo cards, like selling the collection. <laughs> but I, they did really good. Yeah. It was, it was it really, was really good. The performance, performance was incredible. It was quintessentially like why BTS is incredible at what they do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously the Grammys didn't go exactly exactly the way we wanted but like honestly who comes out on top the entire fucking city is purple mm-hmm. like Four everyone sold is there out stadium shows for them yeah. like the they over like they overshadowed 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 Coachella honestly and like where like people the overflow from their concert is taking place in the in the theater where the Grammys took place yeah oh and that reminds me I had mentioned it I don't know if I've mentioned it on here but one of my because neither one of us went to Las Vegas to uh for the concert unfortunately but one of my co-workers went to Vegas for like her birthday during the week between the Grammys and like their first concert and she's not like into k-pop or anything but this past week I asked her because I it popped into my head I was like when you were in Vegas was there a lot of purple around and she thought about it and she was like yeah like there actually was and then I told her like what it was and she actually brought up some videos and like showed me and she was like showing me like other things because like there was like this like I wanted to like describe it as like a lava lamp display but like I was looking at like everything else like there was so much purple like they really like Las Vegas it was it was Bora Vegas definitely and I mean God, if that doesn't show the reach, the cultural impact. Yeah. I like it's 
like nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I think in general, coming to the end of my first official era as an army, that's like another thing that always makes me like really kind of stupidly emotional and <laughs> like grateful. I just I feel like it's brought so much joy and and like comfort into my life. Um, and then obviously my friendships that I've made yeah. through BTS. I've just been Yeah, because honestly, that really was the butter permission to dance era. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. So it's like weird because honestly, like I know it's corny AF, but <laughs> I feel like even years from now, I'm like going to look back on this and like I might not remember every single detail about what BTS did the way that I do now. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm going to remember that this was like this positive thing yeah. that was like a comfort for me during like COVID and <laughs> my fucking terrible job and like, you know, different. Yeah. Just, you know, garden variety mental illness. <laughs> It kept us alive during this trying time. Honestly, it's just like something that I can always rely on to give me like a boost. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't have to like BTS, right? Like I can understand that, but there's no denying like the impact that they have, especially like on their fans. And you know, like other groups are gonna have that as well. But like they're they're something else. Yeah, it just nothing. I don't know. I think it's like insane how many people it's brought together how many people's lives like it's affected in a positive way I mean of course there's always going to be negatives like yeah I mean (laughs) probably have an unhealthy obsession if we're being technical like we've literally talked about this for an hour so yeah it's a little (laughs) bit And like, yeah, perhaps we've spent money irresponsibly, but like, I still feel like it's a net positive because like, you know, I met Mika, Mm -hmm. something that we bonded over. We get to have like a lot of fun talking about it with each other. Yeah. Even if no one listens to it. Yeah. We're we're having a blast. Yeah. That's all that Irish is. It likes it. He says every episode is our best one yet. As he's editing it yo so i don't know i just feel like it's it's it is really special and it's exciting to have like have the entire first chapter that we've experienced all the way through mm-hmm. come to an end yeah and exciting things ahead yeah i'm really i'm really excited about this new era especially because it seems like you were saying it looks like it's gonna have it's gonna kind of like connect mm-hmm. and i feel like just the name itself shows that it's gonna have a connection to all of like a lot of their older stuff like exactly. we're bulletproof you know like yeah that's, that's, why I honest, that's why i thought when they showed it that it was like gonna be like a documentary or something honestly it does like the trailer Mm-hmm. It does look like a documentary because it showed like you know them through all of the eras from debut to now and we are bulletproof and like that's their thing you know so I, it better not be their last album <laughs> i don't uh i think they still have quite a few years on their contracts <laughs> yeah that's true they keep saying, you know, that they're going to be around for a long time, but you never know. Boys lie. Men lie. I just hate whenever there's like a montage of the past. Because I know. it feels like, like, like trust issues. We've man. already been hurt by run PTS this year. <laughs> we already don't have any answers. I know. You know, honestly, that's what's wrong with the world this year is that there hasn't been run BTS. Honestly, I really feel like. Right. We haven't had any this year, right? No. It's been a long time. Yeah. 
right. So my question was, who do you think? Oh, I knew you were gonna ask this. The era. It's a I'm real toss-up for me. It's a real toss-up for me. I think for me personally, it was Hobie. I was gonna say Hobie. You know, I love the fuck out of the hair the whole time. Yep. Every one of his photo cards is a fucking smash. Everything is perfect. Love it. Live it. I feel like he's just been vibing. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, honestly, like literally, I started collecting him during this era because yeah. he like has just been wrecking me yeah. for months now. But I will say, I think either tied for first or a very close second, I'm going to have to give it to Namjoon. Really? Yes. Are you kidding me? I just like, he he, he just keeps getting buffer. (laughs) (laughs) Like he just is getting. That's your reasoning is because he keeps getting buffer. (laughs) No. Okay. But I just feel like. I mean, like, I, I like get he it. has this energy of like, I mean, I'm sure he's still like holding himself back. Like there's things they're not allowed to do or say. Right. Mm-hmm. But more and more. And it's like been building throughout this whole era. I feel like he is just feeling himself and he don't give it's a fuck. True. And he's going to say what he wants and he's going to do true. what he wants. Yeah. And he like, fuck the haters. Like, mm-hmm. like, he, I just feel like he's unapologetically. Yeah. Like acknowledging his own greatness. Yeah, it's like, you know, you see like the compilations of like Western interviews and stuff. And it seems like up until this point, you know, it's like pleasing like the Western audience. Oh, yeah. And now it's like, yeah, it's like they know the power that they have. Yeah. And it's like, nah, like I we don't need you, you know, it's like it would be nice, but we don't need you like I'm not we're not gonna change for you and he's just like still really at like he is such the core I mean obviously all seven of them make up what BTS is and like Mm -hmm. all of them are a necessary component yeah but like he has like his leadership and like how much he kind of like steers the ship I think just becomes like more and more apparent the more you mm-hmm. watch him especially with doing so much English stuff this year and like doing so much press in the west and the shows in North America like he just has to like shoulder a lot of that all the time yeah and I like the moments where he's just like no I'm not gonna answer another fucking question about friends like <laughs> this song is good is the song of the summer yeah i don't care james corden like yeah you fucked up like i just i'm living for it see it's weird i i do want to mention the friends thing and like you know army give like a lot of like criticisms of yeah. like western like interviewers asking always asking the same questions yeah but like the my <sighs> what made me realize is that like those interviews aren't really for us because because my mom watched the grammys Mm -hmm. and one of the things she took away was like oh he learned english from friends like that's cool so it's like introducing them to new because i mean audience when you think about it like that was one of the first things i learned about him that's true that's fair yeah and so it kind of like because yeah it's like oh my god like come up with original questions but also it that gave me that perspective of like there's people that don't know this like yes like all armies know that yeah but it's like that can kind of help introduce them to other people that aren't into it because yeah it's like oh my mom or my mom was like yeah he learned oh he learned that from friends that's cool it's like yeah so i think it's just this is too deep (laughs) probably i think it's like obnoxious but like so deeply ingrained in who 
who we are as Americans and like how we're socialized as Americans to like desperately need something to familiar, like Mm -hmm. something to connect with that's familiar to us. And I think that we put that onus on like anybody that's not American to find something we can relate to. Yeah, that's true. Because what's more American than friends? Right, exactly. (laughs) And I mean, I get it. Like, honestly, like, you do want to feel like there's some bridge between the experience. But at some point, like, we're gonna have to like, really stop thinking we're the center of the world anymore. Like, 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 less and less people care about us like every year, (laughs) including me, including (laughs) ourselves. Anyway, (laughs) Every day it's like, man, come on. Come yeah. on, America. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Western world. Oh, my God. Yes. I think you forgot about one crucial tame moment from the PTD era. Did I? Yeah. Mm. Is it late PTD era? It's from our time in Los Angeles. What did he do in that? Oh, the when he said, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was recording it and I dropped my phone because I was... I was really special. It was. I feel like he was really feeling himself this era too. Oh, he was. They were all great. They were all awesome. Yeah, they all owned it in their own ways. Honestly, they were all perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, no like, complaints. I feel like this era really, like, opened my eye. I mean, like, you know, I appreciate them all, but I really got to see more, like, Hobie and Jin, I feel like, were my two. I know. I was, like, really falling in love with Jin the last couple months, too. Like, I mean, you know, like you said, I've always loved all of them, but, like, I just. Mm-hmm. It was just that more, you know. Yeah. There's something, like, seeing him live, too, like, he really even, like, oh, yeah. double-clicked for me. Yeah. Seeing them live, it's just. just... <sighs> Yeah, yeah. John Cook's acting up recently too. I don't know, man. Yeah. We're all gonna be left for dead. We got Ginger Yoongi during this era. That's true. <laughs> Besides the very beginning of the butter era, we've had dark hair Jimin the entire time. We had we had mermaid yeah, he hair he Jimin had... at the end of blonde Jimin, which we was what? we had like his mermaid hair for butter, which I enjoyed immensely. Yeah, but that was just for the music video. <laughs> I know. Okay, I still like, enjoyed it. Yeah, because by Sawuzu. And then he it was, was dark, the dark hair. Dark. Yeah. And then he let it grow long and it was mm-hmm. like long down the nape of his neck and cut it again. But I really like his haircut right now. Yeah, that in between. So crisp. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like when he wanted to go get his haircut, he's like, give me the bowl cut. And they're like, you got a concert, man. We can't give it to you. He's like, no, I want the bowl cut. I'm not leaving without the bowl cut. He's like, okay, let's make a compromise. <laughs> give me the semi bowl cut. <laughs> oh, I love it. I really think that's how that conversation went. Yeah, I believe it. So, and then at the end, because you didn't see it, because you didn't watch the live stream of Vegas. Jin's hair is a lot lighter now. Is it? Yeah, it's like a light brown. Is it still long? You didn't cut it yet, right? Mm, correct. I've been liking his hair. Yeah, end of an era. Um, all right. So I, after however long that was, I I don't know how long we talked about yeah. our boys for. It was a long while. If you're still sticking around, thank you. Um, Emily's going to give you the rundown. Emily, take it away. <laughs> All right. If you are still around, thank you so much for listening. Okay, wait, let me start over. <laughs> Irish, cut that out. If you made it to the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. Um, Be sure to rate us and subscribe if you liked what you 
uh, heard and you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at Simply Stanish, spelled the same exact way as the show. You can download us, like all that good stuff on any of the major podcasting platforms. Yeah. Share us with your friends. Yeah. You know? Um, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. And, and let me literally let me, um, starved for interaction. Hold on. Let me, let me just, um, and when we say, let us know what you, what you don't like, that doesn't mean leaving a review that just says not nice. That didn't tell us what wasn't nice. Yeah, Are we not nice? nice? Is our content not nice? Like, thank you for telling us, but it's like, I, what was Give it us nice? a little more to work with, buddy. Yeah. Like your songs of the week are trash. Like, all right. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> I don't I don't know what we'll price it with, but thank you for the feedback. <laughs> but also thank you to those of you that leave. I mean, sure. Thank you for the negatives, but also to the people that leave the nice reviews. Thank you. We do read them. We appreciate them. We appreciate you guys listening and enjoying the podcast and all of that fun stuff. That is going to be it for this week's episode. We don't have a mini planned so this is gonna be the first time without a mini so yeah so it's gonna be at least two weeks <laughs> oh our next our next episode will be a debut episode so oh, that, yeah those are always fun i like doing those i have no idea who even debuted this month um maybe it'll be another try month i don't know but you know hey when you listen to this and you have a group that debuted in the month of april and you thought they're really cool let us know we gave you our socials let us know there you know but yeah thank you guys so much for listening thank you and until next time stand responsibly bye bye You know what? That's I think we just need to take this episode story. from the top. Let's just start over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, I hear songs. I know I can't understand what they're saying. <laughs>